Life Audio. Welcome to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. I'm Rachel, and this podcast is where you'll find the space to clear your head and calm your heart. I'm so glad you're here. Make yourself at home. episode 51 of the Untangling Life podcast. I'm Rachel and I want to thank you so much for listening in today. Like me, you may have heard many sermons on prayer and answers to prayer. I've analyzed my own prayers and pondered the answer many times over. Will it be a yes? What if it's a no? And what if I'm in the not now waiting category? While much scripture can be mulled over and meditated on regarding the topic of prayer, I believe there are at least five prayers God always answers in his word. His word promises he will fulfill his work. And when I'm struggling with wanting answers from God, I go back to this little list I have in my phone notes. What are the prayers that God always answers? In other words, is my heart aligned with his? And so the first prayer that is my go-to prayer is Lord, forgive me. And in fact, I just prayed this in the van on the way home from the grocery store. Psalm 86.5, David reveals his need for God's forgiveness. And he also reveals his need for his firsthand knowledge of God's forgiveness. For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call upon you. David begged for forgiveness after committing adultery and murdering a man, and his heart indicated full sincerity and humility to the Lord. I know that personally, when I'm growing pushy in my prayers to God, God always answers this particular prayer of, Lord, please forgive me. I have found that forgiving creates a channel of blessing instead of a circle of messes. I was recently listening to a podcast by Tony Evans on the topic of prayer, and he said that heaven is not going to support you if you support another God. I thought that was an interesting way of saying, basically, you cannot be walking around with sin in your life and expect God's blessings. If you would like more information or more study on this topic of forgiveness, If you go to episode 8 of the podcast, I have an entire episode dedicated to forgiveness. If you need to understand how to start the healing process, if you wish you could forgive but you just can't, if you are looking for what to do as a first step towards letting go of an issue, then I would encourage you to listen in on episode 8 of the Untangling Life podcast. And so prayer number one is, Lord, forgive me. I love that. It's a great way to begin our prayers. And then number two, my little note in my phone says, God, help me trust you. So standing in the presence of Jesus, there was a man who longed for Jesus to heal his daughter. And Jesus said, all things are possible if you believe. And this man cried out in raw anguish, I believe. Help my unbelief. Isn't that like us? On our own, 
We cannot trust God in the way he longs for us to trust him. But when we ask, he always provides the grace and the strength to trust him more. If you want to read the story of this man who longed for a deeper relief, longed for a deeper belief, then turn to Mark 9 in your Bible. So we've prayed, Lord, forgive me. We've prayed, God, help me trust you. And I could go on regarding trust uh, because God has been teaching me so much about trusting him more and not getting frustrated with my own limitations. You know, one of the poignant realizations for me is that I tend to pick and choose what I will trust God with. That issue is what detours my ability to trust God in all the things. Some of the things I hold the dearest are the things that I struggle to trust God with. Isn't that interesting? As if I have the power and ability to care for my husband and children more than God does, or as if I could possibly love my family more than God does. I need to pause for a moment, but we've talked about these two prayers. I'll be right back with three final points after this brief message from our sponsors. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Thank you for listening in. Now to recap the first two prayers that we know God always answers according to scripture is Lord forgive me and God help me trust you. And now I want to move on with three more prayers that I know God loves to answer. Three prayers that are music to the ears of our Heavenly Father first one is number three, Father, your will be done. A portion of the words to the Lord's Prayer include, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Anytime our prayers include a longing for God's kingdom to be advanced and his will to be acknowledged, he will answer our prayers. Jesus set a perfect prayer pattern for us and God always answers this prayer. If you'd like to check out the Lord's Prayer in totality, turn to Matthew 6, 9 through 13. And now I want to read a prayer of surrender to God. Dear Father, I come before you with focused heart. How can I begin to express my gratitude for your great love for me? The depths of your love are so wide and so deep and so long that I can only attempt to understand the vastness. While my mind can't comprehend your greatness in entirety, my heart's desire is to follow your lead. Every step and every corner, I surrender to your plan, no matter where it leads. While I 
haven't always been so willing. I'm renewing my vows to you, Lord. I beg you to take me and use me as only you can. No matter the time or place, it is my joy to say, your will, your way. Amen. That seems like a very simple and easy prayer to pray, but there are times where our will battles against this flesh and it battles against the spirit and we struggle to really be humble and tell God we want what he has for us. I know that dilemma. And so if this is your concern today that you're struggling with knowing what God's will is or accepting his will as part of your plan, his plan for your life, then pray with me today in this regard, knowing that God will always answer this prayer, that he loves to see his children in humble adoration of him. And then prayer number four is, God, I don't know what to say. Oh man, I've prayed this prayer when I've been so confused about circumstances. I've prayed this prayer out of desperation and depression. Sometimes I've just flat out told God, I don't know what to say to you, but you know. And then I simply still my body and my mind to allow God's spirit to intercede on my behalf. Romans 8.26 is one of my very favorite verses. It reads, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. If you've ever endured deep loss or sorrow, if your grief has ever seemed more than you can bear, then you know what it's like to be without words. And I've clung to this verse time and time again. God answers this prayer when we don't know what to say. Cling to him and just let him know. God, I don't know what to say. The Holy Spirit will intercede on your behalf. And then prayer number five. Lord, do your work in and through me. God loves to see our willingness. When my children willingly do their homework or chores without my asking I love to see their hearts unfolding. I adore their kindness and I believe in their abilities. God longs to see us make ourselves willing. And when we do, look out. You may be surprised at the assignment you'll receive or the beauty of his timing. Every time I've asked God to help me see the opportunities I have to live for him, he reveals them to me. Whether through his word, a conversation, or the spirit speaking to my heart. Philippians 1 6 promises us that he will work in our lives and hearts and I am certain that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it's finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. This is one prayer that we know he will answer. Listen to 1 Corinthians three sixteen through 23. Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in your midst? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person, for God's temple is sacred, and you together are that temple. Do not deceive yourselves. If any of you think you are wise by the standards of this age, you should become fools so that you become wise, for the wisdom of this world is foolishness in God's sight. As it is written, he catches the wise in their craftiness, and again the Lord knows that the thoughts of the wise are futile. So then no more boasting about human leaders. All things are yours. 
whether Paul or Paulus or Cephas or the world or life or death or the present or the future, all are yours. And you are of Christ and Christ is of God. When we reflect on this passage in 1 Corinthians 3, 16 through 23, it is a throwback, if you will, to the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, the Spirit of God lived in the tabernacle and then in the temple. The reverence of those physical dwellings was mandated by God's command. But when Jesus paid the price for our sin on the cross, the temple, the physical building, became void. The perfect payment for sin paved the way for God to change his dwelling place from a tent or a building to the hearts of his people. Imagine that. You are God's temple. He has taken up residence inside of you. The presence of the Lord is not only with you, but ever within you. Imagine that. You pray, Lord, do your work in and through me. He is already working inside of you, and you are yielding your spirit to his, giving the Holy Spirit an opportunity to present the fruits of the spirit in your life. Isn't that beautiful? I'm sure there are many other prayers God always answers. But just for a moment, let me go back and review in case you want to put these in your phone or write them down. You can even copy them from the show notes. The first is, Lord, forgive me. The second is, God, help me trust you. The third is, Father, your will be done. The fourth is, God, I don't know what to say. And the fifth is, Lord, do your work in and through me. As part of the In His Presence Bible Reading Plan and Journal, we have five, six sections of journaling. If you look at day 15, where today's passage is from, 1 Corinthians 3, 16 through 23, we are learning how to sit in the presence of God. And today's concept is that you are God's sacred dwelling place. This fifth prayer, Lord, do your work in and through me, finds its roots in today's lesson. How does it make you feel to think about the fact that God's spirit lives in your heart? That is one of our journal entry sections today. If you've never seen one of the Bible reading plan and journals, In His Presence begins with a section called Lean In. So after reading the passage for the day, you lean into the devotion, which is what I shared with you just a few moments ago. Then the next section is Let It Linger. A few journaling sections, you answer a question, write the verse that stands out the most to you from the passage, and then rewrite that verse in your own words. On the second page of the In His Presence digital download, we have a section called Look Up, which is a prayer section for today. It's Father, forgive me when I fail to treat my body as your place to dwell. The second section on page two is Lifted Up, a praise section. Today, I will praise the Lord because he lives within my heart. And there's a section to fill that out. So pray, praise, and then the third section, after looking up and lifting it up, we live it out. An application section where you think about how can I take today's principle that God is my sacred dwelling place and put it into practice. So for example, in today's live it out section, 
The note says, compare two photos of yourself before you need Jesus and afterwards. Ask God to give you the desire to care for your body and your spirit as his temple or residence. I hope that the In His Presence journal can be of help to you. Regardless, I am so thankful that you are listening in today, and I pray that one of these prayers would be an answer that you would know was the prayer you needed for today. Thanks so much for listening in today. Until next time, God sees you and knows your need. Thank you for listening to the Untangling Life podcast with Rachel Wojo. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to subscribe. For show notes and free resources, visit rachelwojo.com. See you again soon. considered yourself a messenger? Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, or art to make, or perhaps businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. If you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, Search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform today or lifeaudio.com.